0: In today's solo, I'm gonna punch you right in the nose and ask you a question that you're not gonna wanna answer. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened, because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the Do Zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. If you think the cost of winning is high, just wait until you get the bill for regret. Tim Askerover. D.C. Tribe, that quote is going to stand out today because today I'm going to be talking about solving problems. And I want to ask a very specific question about problems because we have all kinds of problems. Most of us have run into some kind of problem in our life. Uh, The majority of us listening to this podcast right now probably have encountered a problem in the last 10 minutes. Problems define our life. They come up all the time. It doesn't matter how many times we solve them. There's always a new one. And, you know, that's just part of what it means to wake up every day converting oxygen into carbon dioxide and experiencing another trip around the sun. There are problems. But do you want to solve them? Do you actually want to solve problems? Or are you addicted to the anxiety that is created when the problem arises and the solution's not found. Anxiety is a powerful emotion and it is something that, it's almost like this protective thing. Now, I'm no science or biology or chemistry expert. Uh, I just pay attention to things. And so if you're out there saying, oh no, Josh, you're not quite right about that because of the chemistry of the makeup and the blah, 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 you know, cool. Tell me, teach me about that. I want to know. But in my, you know, caveman analysis of this, anxiety is a powerful emotion and it's there to protect us. It's a leftover, it's one of those leftover emotions that existed long ago as part of the, uh, the, the saber-toothed tiger um, three-pack, you know, that that basically kept us from getting mauled by saber-toothed tigers. Like, mm-hmm. I smell something in the air We better not venture out of the cave too much today because we might get mauled by a saber-toothed tiger. I feel it coming, okay? That's anxiety for you. And a lot of times uh, we're faced with the opportunity to solve a problem, but we don't actually solve the problem. Why? The solution is there. We know the solution, but we don't take action and we don't execute. Why well, I believe it's because you're addicted to the anxiety Now I can't take credit for that because it was a, that's a pretty profound statement. Do you want to solve the problem or are you addicted to the anxiety? I can't take credit for that. Somebody else said it and I think I saw it on Facebook or it was in a mastermind group so whoever did actually say that, thank you, you're a genius please please step forward and take credit for your statement. Um, But the best that I can do is not take credit for it. And so I've seen this personally many times in my life where somebody is just a generally anxious person. I would call them a busy person. You know how I hate that word. It's a four-letter word. But I would call them a busy person. And I can think of a couple of examples actually. Um, There was this one lady that I knew um, 10 years ago. And uh, she was a bit of uh, a disorganized mess. And it was obvious that she could solve this problem by just like slowing down and getting herself organized, just picking up around the house and taking some time to put a schedule together and those sorts of things. And she's like, ah, oh, you know, I'd love to do that. I just don't have time. Well, do you not have time or do you just really thrive on that anxiety? Well, time will tell. Time is like the worst tattletale on this planet. Time will always tell on you if you're telling the truth or not. It will always know eventually. And so you fast forward three, four, five years. I run into this lady again. And, you know, I've advanced in my life. I've moved forward. Uh, I've Uh, you know upgraded several different things in my life and I mean I'm no like super rich and successful guy by any means but I do okay and I ran into her and and she was in the exact same place exact same place like nothing had changed she was still frantically running around still frantically dealing with things still an hour late to commitments Still, her car was full of trash. She didn't want to solve the problem. She was addicted to the anxiety of being busy. Oh, I'm so busy all the time. I don't have any time for anything. But that's by choice. Because anything that you're doing more for more time than you actually realize that's going on, that's by choice. Like, if you are a... A super busy, stressed out person, and you continue to be that after the moment of self-awareness, every moment that you do that is by choice. Every moment that you decide, I'm just going to be busy today. You're doing that because you're addicted to the anxiety. There are other situations. Uh, You know, I help people with their business. Okay. And it is cathartic. It is cathartic for somebody to say, I'm gonna make some changes. I've decided that today is the day that I'm gonna make the change. You know, no more Mr. Nice Guy, no more getting beat up by clients, no more letting customers decide what my pricing is, blah, 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 blah. But then push comes to shove, and the problem doesn't get solved, and you cave. And "Ah, okay, yeah, well, I really need the money, So I guess, uh, you know, sure, Mr. Customer, I'll make a deal for you. And no, you know, it's fine. No, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, you know, definitely I wasn't very organized here. And I, I I can certainly have done that better. And you're right back where you started. Because you're addicted to the anxiety of being desperate for the next sale and desperate for that money. You're addicted to that anxiety. You don't want to solve the problem because the problem requires you to be a little bit uncomfortable. Your problem requires you to say, no, that's not how we do business, even if you have to walk away from it. Man, I got bills to pay. But that's not how we do business. That's not what I stand for. That's how you solve the problem. My good friend Thomas Keenan presented me with an ultimatum a few months ago well, it wasn't really an ultimatum it was uh, it was my moment of self-awareness uh, because I had been uh, kind of floating around trickling trickling through life in a comfortable situation and I really wanted something better in my career something better with uh, the the different projects that I'm working on and I was sitting here in a small group situation and said here's my problem Here's my potential solution, uh, but I don't know. I'm lacking confidence. I need I need a little help. And I got a I got a bunch of potential solutions, and it was great and it was very helpful. And then Thomas looked me right in the eye and he said, "So here's the deal: you have all the solutions that you need. If you come back here in six months and this problem isn't solved, you don't want it bad enough." Mm. Man, I did not want to hear that. But uh, he's also not the type of guy, if you've ever seen him, he's like eight feet tall and he has this tremendous, like, godlike beard and he has this kind of death stare that you don't really want to piss this guy off. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take this seriously. Didn't want to hear it, but it made me uncomfortable. I was like, you know what, you're right. And so I spent the next few months trying to solve the problem. I wasn't making a whole lot of progress. Until I realized that I was coming up on my six months, <laughs> and I was gonna have to see Thomas again, and he wasn't gonna ask me. He may not have even remembered uh, that saying that, but I remembered, and I decided. You know what? I'm gonna solve this problem because I don't want to be addicted to the anxiety of not having a solution. That's victim shit. Victims do that. You're not a victim. I don't care what's happened to you in your life. I'm sorry for anything traumatic. I know it must suck. And I empathize with you. But I want to tell you right now, you're not a victim. And being addicted to anxiety instead of solving problems, that's victim shit. Okay? And I'm not a victim and I decided I wasn't going to be a victim. And so I went and I solved the problem as best I could. I didn't get a 100% solution, but I got close. And I went to him before the six months were out and I said, Hey, I don't know if you remember this, but six months ago, you told me if I came and I didn't have a solution to this problem, that I didn't want it bad enough. Well, here's my solution to the problem. And he asked me some questions, and I answered them, and, and he said, congratulations, sir, you did the work. I said, well, thank you. And that was very rewarding, and I can get addicted to that. I can definitely get addicted to that feeling. I can get addicted to the reward for doing hard work and solving hard problems. But I have to get on to the other side of that discomfort. I'll give you one more example. And this has nothing to do with business. I was a smoker for almost half my life. Uh, I can't, you know, uh, close to 20 years, not quite 20 years. uh, I did manage to quit cigarettes when I was 35. I'm 42 now. Uh, But I picked them back up a few years later. I never stopped vaping, though. So I was still taking in the nicotine. I picked it up a few years later. I, I met some girl and... She had stopped smoking and then started again. So I'm like, well, you're going to start. I'm going to start. And then I started smoking cigarettes, and it was just the worst thing ever. I hated it. And here's the thing. I wanted to solve the problem, but I was addicted to the anxiety. The anxiety created by that nicotine high. I was addicted to the anxiety of, well, you know, I'd love to be a non-smoker, but you know, my childhood and my mom used to smoke and everybody around me smoked and my my friends smoked. And so I was doomed from the start. So obviously that's me. Victim shit. You know, it's just victim shit. And so one day I decided, you know what? I'm not going to be a victim to my past. I'm not going to be a victim to the tobacco industry. I'm going to stop. And that anxiety kicks in and it's like, oh, shit, man, here come the withdrawals. I don't know if you can handle that. You're going to be like cranky and moody and nobody's going to be around you and all of this. But then I realized also I smell like an ashtray constantly. My kid doesn't like me. And, you know, I can't be in a room with other people that don't smoke without grossing them out. I can't stay in a room and deal with something or concentrate on something for more than an hour without having to go outside real quick and smoke a cigarette. And so I decided, you know what? No, I'm going to solve this problem because I'm not addicted to that anxiety anymore. And here's the thing. Here's what happened when I decided I was going to solve that problem. I went through about three weeks of severe discomfort and some anxiety. And it was some pretty pretty fierce anxiety. When you've spent over half your life uh, sucking down an addictive drug and putting it into your bloodstream multiple times a day, like up to 20 or 30 times per day, it's pretty anxiety-inducing to just suddenly stop doing it. And here's the thing. So I, I, I went back to the vape and I started cutting down the nicotine on the vape a little by little by little by little. And it took me about three or four or five months to get to zero nicotine. And by the time I got to the zero nicotine, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. And three weeks of severe discomfort set in to where I was just like constantly irritated and agitated and I really wanted a cigarette. And then after the three weeks, it was sometime around the three-week mark, I got up and I realized, "Ah, you know, I just, I don't need this. I think I'm good. I don't need to even pick up my vape. I'm not going to take it with me. I'm going to leave it home. No cigarettes, no vape. I'm just going to go out without them. And that's when I realized that for 20 years, I was addicted to the anxiety of smoking cigarettes because I didn't want to solve the problem. I love that anxiety. And then it was gone. When it was gone, that was the ultimate kick in the face that I realized. 20 years, and I added it up at one point. I don't know exactly what the number was, but let's say $30,000 that I spent on cigarettes in my lifetime. $30,000 that I spent on cigarettes in my lifetime. Down the drain, and no telling how many... Years taken off of my life because of a decision I made when I was 16 years old to pick up a cigarette that my friend gave me. And all of that, all of that, so that I could avoid three weeks of discomfort. Three weeks of discomfort cost me years of my life and $30,000. Three weeks of discomfort. I'm not addicted to that anxiety. No, thank you. I was, but not anymore. And so I want you to think as we're wrapping this up here. If you've got a problem that you're facing and that problem has not been solved and you're aware of that problem, you know that problem exists and you have not actively sought to solve that problem yet. Do you really want to solve it? Or are you addicted to the anxiety? That'll do it for this episode of The Do Zone. Now go out there and do something. I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week. Then commit to taking action daily. Now you're in the Do Zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ tribe for free by visiting theDoZone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. See you next time.